0: Good morning, and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. We are certainly glad to have you on the call this morning. Uh, we do this every week at, on Wednesdays at um, seven thirty, and uh, in the Central Time. And I know that we have some folks that join us from different uh, um, time um, zones in the across the nation, and we certainly appreciate you. Some of you making the sacrifice to get them here a little bit earlier than than uh, than we actually do in the Central Zone. The uh, one reminder I'd like to give you is that you are uh, welcome to invite anyone you want to on this call. Uh, You can do that by just giving them the call in number and letting them uh, dial directly in. We've made it easy. There's no codes to put in. Uh, There's no secret password. Uh, We don't get your uh, dog's name or your blood type or anything. We just let you come right on in and enjoy what we do on Wednesdays. We also have our past devotionals. Uh, up on Spotify. If you'd like to go in and listen to any past devotionals, you can go type in "Game Changers Devotional," uh, and you should see a red logo pop up that just says "Game Changers Devotional," and you'll find a, a good many of our past devotionals that are on Spotify. This morning, I'm going to be leading our devotional, and uh, some of you probably know uh, that I'd gone and worked in Florida for uh, a couple of weeks, and. Uh, before I went, I was talking to Ken Horseman one day, and and uh, we were talking about work, and and he made the comment that, you know, that he felt like that work was his mission field. And um, I kind of laughed, and I said, that's funny you say that, because when an elderly gentleman in my church found out that I was going to be leaving uh, to go to Florida, Uh, He walked up to me, and he said, uh, I don't know how you do what you do. I don't know how you go into devastated areas like that and how you even think about doing your job. And I had made the comment to him, and uh, I said, Mr. Jimmy, it's because in order to do it, you have to make it your mission, and you have to go into it and know that you've got a mission field and you're there to help people. And that made me start thinking a little bit about, why we as Christians sometimes we can be silent at work, um, and we you know it's one of those things that that you may not you may not think about it uh, too much, but a lot of times we have gotten pre-programmed in my mind um, where that we we're just silent. And why are we that way? Well, I, kind of, I think when you look at it, sometimes our work environment uh, has become a hostile place for a Christian. And uh, I, I don't have to tell you that sometimes that uh, when you stand up and you uh, share your Christian values or you talk about your Christian values, that uh, you can be easily attacked by a person or uh, by a group of people. And uh, and I think that, you know, sometimes we've bought into the fact that that no one wants to hear about our faith or they don't want to uh, us to share anything with them. And I think we have to be careful on how we look at that. And there's a saying that's been out forever. It says you're either being influenced or you're the influencer. And I would encourage you uh, that in your workplace, and and even if you're retired, I know there's some people that are retired on this call uh, that enjoy it. Even if you're retired, you still have a mission field of some type. You may be in a volunteer organization organization. Uh, you, you may just be at your church volunteering, but you still have a mission field out there, and it may not be a job, per se, where you're getting a check for it each week, but it's somewhere you can be an influencer, and it applies, you know, in that situation also. Romans 12, 1 says, "'I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which uh, is your spiritual worship.'" And it says in verse 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So you can go in and you can, I feel like you can change the workplace a lot of times by the way you act. Um, I've said many times that when I was younger that my temper got the best of me. And there's times that I know that I have influenced people in the wrong way. Uh, and I didn't change the people I was around because I didn't act like that I was a godly man. Uh, and and I didn't show Christ through my actions. So, you know, in our workplace or where whatever we're doing, we can be a good influencer because the first thing we have to do is we have to do a good job, and we have to do that for the glory of God. It just We have to do it just like we're working for God, not necessarily – a particular supervisor or manager, we have to do it like we're working for God. And if we do that, I think the, our managers and supervisors or anybody we report to are they going to be a lot happier with the way that we do things. Philippians uh, two fourteen and 16 says, Do all things without grumbling or disputing, uh, that you may be blameless and innocent children of God, without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world holding fast to the word of life so that in the day of Christ I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. Sometimes, um, you know, when we, we're out there and we're trying to, you know, live our Christian life, uh, we do fall short. But, you know, that Philippians is talking about how you need to live a life where that uh, you know, people see you as blameless and innocent, and you're children of God without blemish. And I'm not saying we have to be perfect, but we certainly can live our life in a way that people say, hey, there's something different about Michael Pate. There's something different about Jacob James. And I can go on and list names forever, but there, people should look at that and, and see something that's different. Uh, Matthew 14 says, uh, You are the light of the world, a city set on a hill. Uh, cannot be hidden. And it it goes on in verse 15. It says, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. My wife shared a little video, and it was a story about a woman who uh, was... In her early 30s and she had had her second child and the child was 10 months old and she had a, her other child was four years old and her and her husband were having to fly somewhere uh, and it was the first time that flown uh, as a family and the first time that that 10-month-old had, had flown and she was scared to death and she said as she sat uh, in the waiting area at her gate in the airport she was praying god please let this 10-month-old act right don't let this ten-month-old start crying. Uh, let him have a great flight. You know, don't let him, you know, bother anybody around him. And so she got on the plane and she sat down. And as soon as they took off, and you've seen this happen before, that ten-month-old started screaming at the top of his lungs. And for 20 minutes, that baby was screaming at the top of his lungs. And she said, he was screaming right in the lady's ear, right in front of her. And she was saying, oh, let that lady please be deaf. Let her not, you know, be able to hear this. Let her now be patient with me. And said, all of a sudden, that lady stood up and turned around at her. And she was waiting for that lady to just let her have it. And the lady looked at her and said, can I try? And she said, well, she thought, well, the lady can't run with my baby and get off the plane because we're in the air. And so she handed her little boy over to the lady, and she took the little boy, and she started walking up and down the aisle of the Airplane. And before long, the little boy stopped crying. She walked toward the front of the plane. She... Uh, was rocking the baby back and forth as she walked, and and the stewardess let her sit down in the jump seat up toward the front of the plane. And she sat there, the remainder of most of the flight, and she held the baby, and he slept. And when it got close to land, she walked back and she handed the baby to the mom, and the little boy was uh, still just dead to the world. He was having some great sleep. And she looked at the lady that had helped her out, and she had sweat all over her arm and had got it all over the outfit that she had on uh, because the little boy was sleeping heavy, and he'd been crying, and he was sweaty, but that didn't bother the lady. And so she sat down, and as they got up after the plane landed, she looked at the lady, and she said, you don't know how much that meant to me that you did that. That just helped me so much. And the lady turned and looked at her and said, no, you don't realize how much you helped me. My son died three months ago. And so this woman, following God's will, allowed this other lady to take take care of her child. And this other lady, you know, God uh, speak to her by taking that child and calming the child down. And what a wonderful, divine appointment was made at that time that the lady that was sitting in front of her just knew that she could help that young lady out. It was a young mom with a 10-month-old. And so I want to tell you this morning, don't miss some opportunities that God gives you to make a difference in somebody's life, at work, in life in general. Don't bypass those things up. Don't be in such a big hurry that you you miss that stuff. Um, you know, there's a great story in the Bible um, when um, Jesus decides that he's going to go through Samaria. Now, if you know anything about uh, biblical history, the Jews always avoided Samaria. But if you'll look in John chapter 4, verse 3, uh, and then verse 4, it says, He left Judea and departed for Galilee, and he had to pass through Samaria. He had to pass through Samaria, and we all know the story that when he got into Samaria, uh, he sat at the the well there with a woman who had all kinds of problems in life. But he sat there and he talked to her, and because of what he shared with her, she went into the town and told all the people and, and brought all these people back to hear Jesus talk and said many were saved because... Jesus knew that he had an appointment with that woman at the well, a divine appointment. So don't miss out those opportunities. Leave room for God to work in your schedule and, and, you know, pray that every day that you'll be able to listen to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will guide you and make you aware of people around you that may need just what you have to offer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for the opportunities that you give us every day, dear God. Help us not to take it lightly. Help us to seek out those opportunities and to glorify you and and, uh, show your love through the way we treat others, dear God. Uh, I just pray that you would uh, be with each and every person on this call i lift them up to you. Uh, If they have prayer requests, dear God, you know what they are. I don't have to mention them by name. You know each and every one of them, and I just lift those up to you right now and pray that you would be with uh, any of those requests, dear God. I just pray that you would keep everyone on this call safe as they travel, Uh, and I pray that that, uh, you would be with each and every one's family and their family members, dear God. These things I ask in your name. Amen. Guys, I will tell you that my two weeks in Florida were pretty remarkable in some of the things that happened. Um, and God just opened up my heart about a lot of things that uh, that he would be willing to do if I would just open up my heart and uh, be aware of the things around it. And I just wanted to share that with you. I hope that, uh, that you know, it's something that will inspire you to, to be open to things that God may put in your path and you can make a difference in somebody's life. Uh, I hope you have a great week. We'll see you back next Wednesday on Game Changers Devotional, and uh, have a good day, everybody. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, Michael.